Hey everybody, welcome to another episode, which will probably end up being a bonus episode. Now, I have already done a bonus episode, but it hasn't been published because as I was playing and looking at editing and whatnot, it kind of turned out pretty shitty. Um, it was really, you know, part of the audio was really low, other parts were really high, and I was trying to, I was doing all kinds of work trying to get it right. And it was a windy as hell day when I did it, so it was really beat up and hard hard to do anything with it. So I figured what I would do is re-record it. And I'm not I'm probably gonna it was a couple of days ago, and I don't have a bunch of show notes written down on what I want to talk about, but I wanted to go over just a few things on how I what I do, because there were some questions uh, that I've been picking up from friends at work, and they were curious as to what kind of stuff I'm using to provide this podcast. Now, clearly, if you listen to the quality of mine versus others, I'm not quite there yet. I've got some ways to go yet. I've got a lot of learning yet to do. But I've come a long way in the, in the short time that I've been doing this, just a few weeks, and I'm doing it right now um, really close to free. And a lot of those other guys that have really high quality, one, I've put a lot of money into their stuff, and two, they're not doing it in their cars while it's moving. So I've already got two strikes right out of the gate that I'm having to compete with. So I'm not going to get out of the car and not gonna, or I'm not going to switch venues. Uh, I'm going to stay in the car for the foreseeable future. And I'm going to continue to do as I'm doing. But I did decide, like I said, to buy a new mic. It, it will be, let's see, it's a 16th. Well, for you, it's a 17th right now of April. I should be getting it in about three or four days. Probably. Who knows with what's going on, if it'll be delayed or whatnot. I did already get the other parts uh, necessary in the mail. So I have, oh, I forget, 12 feet of extension line, which is what I needed. Didn't need that much, but you never can have too much, right? And I don't know if there's a whole bunch of decibel loss with that or not, but I can adjust that and, and compensate for that. Um, the suction cup mount, I've got that ready to go too. So I really just need the mic itself, and once I get that sucker, I can put it all together and start using that, and hopefully the audio will, will improve drastically. But for now, I'm stuck with this little omni-directional mic, the kind you see on a newscaster's chest, lapel, what have you. It's also referred to as a lapel mic. It's kind of a slang term, but a lot of people know what the hell it is then, if I were to use that term. So anyway, and as I'm recording, I'm, right now I'm recording on an omnidirectional mic that I paid 10 bucks at Walmart for. It was what was available. I mean, the big cities that I live around, and this is all I could find on, you know, uh, not really short notice, but quick enough to get up a podcast and get rolling. I was fired up, really wanted to do it, didn't want to wait. So I grabbed what I could and I got what I've got. So that being the case, I have what I have. 10 bucks, and I've been able to record all of this. I also started to record with my earbuds that came with the iPhone that I've got. And they were okay, but they were very muffled. They weren't as sensitive. They didn't pick up a lot of stuff. And they picked up a lot of crap in the background. 
Um, I was also recording on the, uh, the native program to the iPhone, which was voice recorder. And it worked okay to capture the voice with the earbud style microphone. But when I got this new and improved over that other one microphone, this lapel mic, it captured so much more, the sensitivity was so much higher, and it captured way more. And as a result of that, using it with the voice recorder um, application, I ended up over distorting so bad you couldn't understand a damn word I said, and it was crap couldn't be fixed. One thing I have found in all these recordings, if you record garbage in, if it's garbage on the recording side of things, you there's no amount of stuff that you can get to fix it. It's recorded and it's garbage. You got to throw it away and start again. It's just no, no two ways about it. You can't fix what goes in. Um, I used to have an old, uh, an old professor back when I went to college. And it was a, uh, a computer. I, was, I went to school for computers. IT, I guess. And it was him that said, garbage in equals garbage out. And that's really what I had here. If I was recording and getting terrible recordings, I wasn't going to be able to do anything with it. It was going to be terrible coming out, period. Nothing you could do. So you got to put forth your best effort to get a good, high quality in so you can get something decent out, which is what I've been able to do um, pretty well since I've started all of this. It's gradually, if you've listened to episode one and then listened to episode, well, 16 I was before tonight, um, it's quite a drastic change. You can, you can hear the improvements as I've gotten better and better and as I've started recording different formats. So, and it's a long learning curve. I mean, it really is. When you start off and want to do something, you have to do a little research. Then you jump in and give it a go and see what happens. All right, so Recorder Pro or record, uh, Voice Recorder wasn't working very well with the new mic, so I had to find a different application. Well, I went out and found Voice Recorder Pro. Now, it's not a, you can pay to remove the ads, but the ads are really inconsequential. They don't really cause me too much trouble. So I went and downloaded it and gave it a try. Well, this program, playing with enough settings, I'm able to record into different formats, which I'll get to in just a bit. But when I plug in this, this new mic or this, this lapel omnidirectional, I start talking into it and I can adjust the input gain with this new program, which means right now and ever since then, I have dropped the input gain on this Voice Recorder Pro app down into the negative five category. One, that reduces the amount of crap that I'm bringing in, but it will also reduce my voice a little bit to the point where it's not over distorted. You can hear me just fine this way. Now, if I'm able to record it like this and just cut it and play it for you, you're going to get a completely different sound than what I do after I've edited it and put it up after it's been edited. So what happens is I record it onto the iPhone on, through this Voice Recorder Pro app at five, de five de uh, negative decibels, negative five decibel gain. 
And once that happens, it's great. I finish up, I talk to you as long as I need to, and then I hit stop recording as I, as I get home or get close to the home front. And sometimes I let it run. Now, the other key important thing, if you're doing a podcast, is hit the record button and give it about five to 10 seconds of not saying anything. Well, get a good recording of the extra crap around you that's going to uh, cause issues with your audio because that comes important when you get to the editing table. Now, jumping back ahead, I get home at the end of the night, I kick off the shoes, I switch into my lounging clothes for the night, grab an adult beverage, and I go sit down, and the first thing I do, fire up the computer, fire up iTunes, because it's an iPhone, I gotta have some way to extract the data from the phone to the computer, and it just works good through iTunes. It just said, well, I'm sure there's another program that I could use that might make it easier, but you know, iTunes is okay, it's working. I don't really use it for anything else, but it allows me to interface with my phone, my both my kids because they've got older iPhones and it will still interface with theirs too. So it does work out pretty okay for that. So that's a bonus. Now, I take and plug in and extract the recorded audio onto the desktop or in a little file. A file that I did, I, I created a podcast file Um, And what I do is I have an unpublished, which is all my raw stuff, stuff that I just simply recorded and haven't touched. I throw it in there, and that's when I open it up. Any music I add to the show, I have in a music file, graphics for the website, web page, Facebook stuff. That's all in there, too, Um, in different folders. Just making things organized so it's easier to find. Anyway, I launch iTunes, I extract the information or the data that I've recorded, and I throw it in the unpublished section. Then I can disconnect the phone, disconnect that cord, shut down iTunes. Now it's in the folder I need it to be in. Now I fire up a program called Audacity. Now Audacity is a free program which allows you to edit all kinds of stuff. And in this case, I'm editing the file. Now, the iPhone traditionally will record in M4A files. And it's just a a higher encrypted, higher compression, takes up a little less space, but it's really high quality. And I did that for quite some time. And the program Audacity, you you have to record it. Now, I could have kind of kept it in that format if I really wanted to, but the vast majority of people out there, if I want to be able to make it easy for people to listen, I, I, MP3 just makes sense. So then I have it converted when I play with it, edit it, and then record it into or save it into an MP3 file and upload it. I go. Now, as I'm doing this, I found that all of those loud mic cracks and distortions that I was having on every episode prior to 12. And it didn't happen in every one, but it happened at random, and it was a freaking pain in the ass. But it was there, and it was a problem, so I had to get rid of it. Well, in in in, it completely destroyed a few um, recordings that I was going to do as bonuses. Completely destroyed them. Couldn't do anything. Had to had to be chucked. 
deleted, gone, never happened. So it required me to make changes and play some more, try new things. Well, in doing that, I found that, you know what, I'm going to record an MP3 direct on the phone. That way I recorded an MP3, there's less worrying about bringing it over. And I found that that was the encoding that I was recording the M4A and this mic didn't get along. For whatever reason, I don't know, I'm not a rocket scientist, but since I've switched to MP3, the recordings have been tremendously better. So that's a great thing. Now, extracting or, or importing the, the, the saved raw data that I've already put on the computer, I import it into Audacity and I get this giant waveform that goes across the screen and it's marked in tick numbers all the way down across to the exact time that it starts and finishes. First thing I do is I find that ten, five to 10 second uh, uh, clip at the beginning that was nothing but dead airspace and I do what they call a noise reduction on it. I get the noise profile by letting the program listen to that little bit of footage and then I am able to preview it after it's listened and, and basically preview and keep tweaking the amount of decibel loss I want to add to that to bring it down so that it's manageable for the rest. So I bring it down and in a car, this is somewhere around 30 to 40 decibels. And I can keep hitting preview so I can hear what it sounds like with my proposed changes. I go with what I feel is right, what sounds good, and then I hit apply. Then I see the change happen on the screen. It looks like it removed all the noise right there, perfect. Then what I do is select all the shit at the beginning where I wasn't talking and cut it, get rid of it. Then I highlight the rest of the cast that I have, the rest of the data, and I select it and then I reapply the noise reduction again, but now to the rest of the feed of the uh, recorded info. And this will significantly reduce the size, but it will also cut down a lot of that road noise that I'm getting and whatever noise you may end up picking up wherever you're at. So once that's done, I'm able to now look into it. And the next step is now that it's gotten so small, if I listen back, it's super quiet, very, very quiet. And I don't want to be super quiet. I want to be nice, loud, and as loud as I can get without distorting myself. So that's when the first thing I do is I go into the effects and add a compression to the entire selection. Now the compression tool allows me to set the threshold for the noise floor, the threshold for where I want the peak of the voices to be. And what it does is it's, it kind of, it's not a decompressor, it's not really a compressor, as you would think squeezing it tighter. And in fact, it goes the other way. It's more of an uncompressor. It takes the waveform and it pulls it north and south to make it bigger and louder, pretty much is what it works, works out to be. So I run the compression tool about 
Usually once is enough. Sometimes I have to do it twice if it was a real quiet recording. Um, so, okay, that's done. That's all good. Now, after that, I go over to the, to the bass and treble feature. This is where I can eliminate a lot of the treble because the treble is usually the higher pitch noises. I have a fairly deep voice. My bass, or, or I am more of a bass voice, therefore if I add a little bit more bass, my voice gets deeper, louder, stronger as opposed to the rest. I lessen up on the treble and that also cuts down a little bit on the road noise. Now on this bass and treble it also adds a feature where I can add volume to the rest of the track. And I add, it depends, I play around with it to find the sweet spot to bring up all of the, you know, I call them haystacks, because if you look at them, it, it kind of looks as if you're looking, you know what a pipe cleaner looks like, one of those little pipe cleaners, you lay it on its side and look at it, it's got peaks and valleys, and, and it kind of looks like that. It's got a spike here hopping down, and then it's got nothing, then it's got a bunch of spikes here in a row, kind of looks like a clump of spikes, then it's down. That's kind of what you're looking at. It looks very similar to that, is how the waveform appears on this graph. Now, in doing that, I want to kind of make sure that I get it almost all the way to the top and the bottom of the area that I'm working with, because that's going to maximize the output. Anywhere above or below those lines, will be distorted. So I don't want to get past either of those boundaries. Now, once I've run the bass and treble, sometimes I will do a limiter. Now the limiter will actually cut everything across the top and the bottom to prevent it from going beyond that. And sometimes you can actually bring everything up to the limit as well. So if you've got some quieter areas, you got some louder areas, this will tend to bring them all up equally to the limits. It doesn't really, well, it does limit them to that limit, but it also enforces that, hey, all of you that are small need to get all the way up to the limit. So it kind of does that. Now, normalizer, I have had a love-hate relationship with. The normalizer's intent, as I believe it to be, and I could be wrong if there's other people out there that know more about normalization, Hit me up, let me know. But we're gonna go, since I don't know anymore, I'm going to run with this in my own words. The normalizer is thought to normalize the entire feed. Now you can adjust the maximum peak of the voice that you want. Most people go between negative uh, 12 and negative six decibels, so your peak is in there. The high points of my communication Sometimes I will have real high points, other times they will be a little bit lower. And the high points we don't want going over into the positive because that brings distortion. We want to be somewhere between negative 12, negative 6. I've even allowed it at times because I'm still trying to get as much out of this. I've allowed as far up as negative 2. But I've also run into a little echo sometimes too, and that's a little frustrating. Part of it is because I'm in a car and I echo. You know, I've, I've got to soundproof the car and still be able to use it. I don't know. I got to work that out at some point. Anyway, normalization works on some of them, doesn't work on others. Like I said, love-hate relationship. So I will play with that here and there. 
Now, the other thing I will do is, is once I see what the thing looks, I'm trying to get it equal from start to finish on all of its peaks and valleys. And I use an envelope, envelope tool, which allows me to select specific pieces that are lower and bring them up and things that are too high, bring them down a little bit. So I can kind of fine tune all the way through, which takes a lot of time. Once I've got all this, I start to listen to a couple of different segments I just randomly select throughout the whole track to see what kind of sound I'm getting and if it sounds pretty good all the way through. Sounds good? Yep, okay, I like it, great. Then now what I do is now I stretch the track out, zoom way in so I can see the giant gaps in between the voice where I have nothing in there but road noise. And if it's more than a second or two, because everybody pauses here and there, but if it's more than a second or two, unless I'm hoping and, and, and doing it on purpose for uh, you know building suspense or something, if it's intentional, then I'll leave it. But there's also times where I will have weird clicks like that, click of the tongue. A tongue leaves the tip of the, the, the back of the teeth because it's forming a word or starting, your, your tongue went to a rest point and you started to talk again and it flipped and it made a clicky sound. Now, the other thing you can hear sometimes are my blinkers um, as I'm driving. Now, if I turn them on, let's listen for them. Okay, there they were, you could hear them. Now, I typically will listen for that stuff in between me talking in the dead space and I will cut those areas. Highlight them, cut them, eliminate them, and then try to smooth the transition between the two cut pieces so it sounds perfect all the way through. Once I'm done with that, then I, I, I open my recorded audio that I have the start and finish of each show. And I bring those both in and I put the one in the front and the one in the, in the back. The other thing I've had to do, now this is kind of a pain in the ass, but in doing shorter episodes, uh, I record in one session, which means I have to cut that section, that entire session in half or as close to the halfway point as I can so that I can break it up into two segments and get the sponsor in the middle. The sponsor likes to be in the middle and I'm a big fan of putting them in the middle. It gives everybody out there listening a break. If, if they've listened to 15, 20 minutes and something came up, now they can pause me right there, perfect time. You can either pause me at the break, just before it, whatever, and then you can pick me back up with the new thoughts on the other side. But I have to pause somewhere in between for a certain length of time before I go on and on and on and tell you more stuff. Now in this little clip that I'm doing, I'm, not gonna, I'm probably not gonna put a sponsor in there. I may do one at the end but I'm not gonna put it in the middle because I don't wanna break it up because I'm, it's all one topic that I'm sticking with today. I really wanted to bring out something as you know, people mentioned, well, how do you do all this stuff? And how, how long does it take? Well, when I record 45 minutes and I get home somewhere around midnight, if anybody's paid attention to when my episodes have actually been uploaded, it's about two hours after I start. And the reason that is is because I have to break these two segments in there, fit the sponsor in there, get the extra music on the next clip and then the music at the end, 
the starting music in there. I've got to do all of this editing that I just walked you through. And that all takes time. Then I have to upload it to Anchor's site where they host all of the stuff for me. And I do that and it takes, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes to upload all their stuff, all of the stuff that I recorded because they're, they're, they're MP3, 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 MP3 files. So they take up a little bit more space. But like I said, it's better that way because then more people can simply just click and listen. Everybody's got something that'll play an MP3, but not everybody has something that'll play an M4A yet. It's not super common, normal, everyday stuff. So in doing that, I upload it. I save the episode, then I have to name the episode, put up all the show notes. Um, all of these things have to be done and then I can publish it. I have to put a rating on it. It's If I swear, it's always gonna be explicit. One swear word, boom, automatic explicit tag. So I gotta put that on there because I don't wanna not put something like that on there and then find out I pissed somebody off because I made some you know, vulgar remarks or whatever and somebody's kid listened to it. I don't want that. This is predominantly an adult show. It's for 18 and up. I mean, I'm not talking, I'm not porn talk. I'm not doing a bunch of dirty jokes. I'm not Andrew Dice Clay doing stand up and dirty nursery rhymes and stuff like that. But, you know, you got to shelter the youth as much as you can, you know, until you can't anymore. But I don't want to be the cause of them going telling mommy to go fuck herself. So, so there's that. <laughs> anyway, getting back to all that, all of that takes time. It takes, like I said, a 45 minute show broken up into two segments, 22, 23, whatever it is, with the sponsor added in, the music clips at the beginning, middle and end, and sometimes having to do all the cutting, the editing, the boosting, tweaking the signals. Now I added the other day recently, the last two casts I added, a background music track to play all the way through and it repeats off and on and it's hard to tell it's repeating unless you really focus on it. I'd love to hear feedback on, on, on how that sounds. I'm not sure I like it yet, but it's something different, something I wanted to do, but that also took a little bit of time. It, and when you've got a three and a half, four minute music track and you want to repeat it over and over, you have to use the repeat function. You gotta edit it down, cut it down to where you want it fit. So it doesn't have a lot of dead space to beginning and end. And then you have to de-amplify it down so it's low enough so it doesn't cut the host off or overdrive the voice that you're trying to listen to. So that takes some time and effort too. So like I said, I, it's an hour and a half at the very least, sometimes two, even three hours if it's over an hour podcast. So. It takes time for any of you out there wanting to do something like this. I urge you to give it a try. Go to Anchor and use them. By God, they got everything out there to make this thing as easy as it can be. But I mean, you will have to put in a little work and a little bit of research to figure something out. I mean, look me up. I'm glad to walk anybody through this if they have an interest in starting this off and giving it a try. I mean, like I said, I'm not a super high-end professional yet. Um, my new mic will be here in a few days, so I'm really, really hopeful that the podcast will be great and even vastly more improved. Um, 
as opposed to this one. And we're going to see what happens, you know. I'm really hopeful it comes out well. And uh, yeah, so like I said, I just wanted this to be a quick bonus episode for everybody. I'm not going to make this a regular uh, uh, episode 17. I'll wait on that. I'm, I'm going to be off for the next couple of days. So I'm going to wait on episode 17, hoping and praying the new mic comes so that episode 17 can be the big day where the new one's in and I'm recording and blowing things up and having a great time. Super. I'll probably test it on the way to work if I get it and make sure that I've got the recording quality set so that when I do the show on the way back, it's right. So there's a lot of testing, a lot of tweaking and playing with things. And I'm learning new things as I go. I don't have anybody to teach me this, so I'm learning as I go. Um, So I'm hoping, like I said, if there's anybody else out there that wants to give this a try, I urge you to do so. I think it's a blast. It's rewarding as hell. I'm enjoying myself. It gives me additional stuff to do, which I I like doing. I like being busy. I like doing stuff. And this is kind of up my alley and I'm really enjoying it. So that's the biggest thing. And what's even more powerful for me is I have people that are enjoying it too. People are listening. I mean, I want to say I looked tonight, I was at 120 listens. People have listened to my show 121 times. That's freaking awesome. I can't imagine, I could never have imagined being able to do that before. Hell, I was a shy kid in school. I've certainly changed over the years, but that's, you know, 45, 46 years now. My Lord. (laughs) But I'm super happy that I'm able to do this in the privacy of my own vehicle on the way home, doing my thing, and people are able to listen to it wherever they are, wherever they're going, whether they're at home, on the iPhone, on a computer, through their speakers on their on their car. People are able to hear me and hear my words, and some of them are enjoying, other people have turned away, that's fine. I'm not going to appeal to everybody, and I'm okay with that, it's fine. I don't have to. I'm just glad that I have the people that I do have. And if it gets bigger than that, great, super. If not, it's fine. But if anybody ever wants to get into podcasting and has a lot of questions, any any questions at all, by all means, reach out. I've got an email. If you know me personally, hit me up at work. I'll definitely walk you through what you need to be walked through or what I can walk you through. I can't promise everything's gonna be sunshines and, 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 and rainbows. And it's going to be easy and super awesome and, and simple to get super high quality. But I can at least point you in the right direction, give you some tips of what I found. And hopefully when you're gotten really, really good, and if I'm, you know, I have some questions too, maybe you repay the favor down the road. Yeah. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours type of deal. So. Anyway, I'm going to fire off uh, into the different direction, uh, run to a different place, shut her down. Anyway, I'm about, eh, I'm not quite home, but I don't want this to run super late. So 30, 35 minutes, I'm probably not sure if I'm going to add music on the end and beginning and at the end of all this stuff. I just wanted to do a bonus episode for everybody out there so you could get a little bit of taste of what it actually takes to put up a cast. Now, I probably will still do all of those things that I said that I do to edit. I don't want to put this thing unedited and have it be 
really hard to listen to and just difficult as hell. So I will do some editing so I can at least put something together that's good. So anyway, I hope to see you back soon. Uh, episode 17 is right around the corner. Uh, thanks for your time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be safe out there. And I'll talk to you soon.